Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y-Smith. Now today, I am going to pick back up where I left off from. Now, I was sharing with you the importance of how the Holy Spirit guides you into operating in love, whether it is natural to do or when it becomes challenging and unnatural for you to do, especially when you are faced with difficult times. Please keep in mind that the Holy Spirit will try to guide you into becoming a better person as he shapes you into the image of God as you try to please him. In today's society, sometimes showing a loving and caring side can be portrayed as weak or maybe even a lack of leadership or authority or a lack of just being involved and engaged. Also, some people have fear when it comes to love. No matter what you may think, it is far from that you will actually feel more empowered because of the positive energy that is living and growing inside of you. Now, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. And again, that's 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no reason to have or even to live in fear when it comes to love. Even if someone has hurt you in the past, please, please do not give that person who hurt you that type of power to where it keeps you living in fear and afraid of experiencing love again. It is not worth it, and you deserve more than what you are giving yourself. God loved you so much that he sent his son, Jesus, to die for you. Now, John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And again, that's John 3 verses 16 through 18. And I know many of you know those verses. Now, one way to start showing your love to Jesus is by loving others. That's not only showing you thanks, but it is showing your maturity and growth. It may be easy to react in the flesh based on what you feel when you have been wrong. It takes dedication, focus, commitment, and especially your love to him to God to do what is right. Now John 13 verses 34 through 35 says, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples 
if you have love for one another. And again, that's John 13, 34 through 35. As you can see from this scripture, Jesus makes it clear that people will know that you are one of his disciples by how you have love for one another. That is why it becomes so important to spend some quality time with him and to really work on building that personal relationship with him. When you study his word and you are guided by him, the spirit that rests inside of you should convict you if you are not operating in a manner that is pleasing to him. Love is the greatest emotion that God gives us. All of God's actions, decisions, and creations are demonstrated by his love for his people. He loves us so much that he wants us to experience that same type of love that he has. How we demonstrate the love that he has placed in us to others will confirm the God we have chosen to serve. Love should be the guiding force that helps us to remove all of the negative barriers that come our way. At the same time, love keeps us connected to God. Love is what endures actually to the end. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 1 through 13 says, If I could speak in any language in heaven or on earth, but didn't love others, I would only be making meaningless noise like a loud gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I knew all the mysteries of the future and knew about everything, but didn't love others, what good would I be? If I had the gift of faith so that I could speak to a mountain and make it move, without love, I would be no good to anybody. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would be of no value whatsoever. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Love does not demand its own way. Love is not irritable and it keeps no record of when it has been wronged. It is never glad about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Love will last forever, but prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will all disappear. Now we know only a little, and even the gift of prophecy reveals little. But when the end comes, these special gifts will all disappear. It's like this. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child does. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly as in a poor mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely, just as God knows me now. There are three things that will endure, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. 
And again, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 13. Now, these scriptures have always been identified as one of the love scriptures, especially in its tone. You can see how Paul actually shares with the Corinthians just the importance of love in one's personal character, the display, their actions, their guidance, and even in one's being and existence. He said it should be demonstrated to others as well in action and in deed. When love is displayed sincerely and genuinely, it becomes easier to just see the hand of God moving into a situation as well as the Holy Spirit living inside of a person. Love is also one of those emotions that everyone just wants to receive. There are some people who receive an abundance of it. And then there are some people who have rarely heard the words, I love you. And they also don't know if anyone loves them. Now, it is sad to imagine or probably even comprehend that there are some people who feel that they haven't experienced love. Now, if that is you out there, please understand that Jesus loves you unconditionally. If you just seek him with an open heart, he will meet you right where you are and he will continue to show his love to you either through others or he will also just bring someone into your life that will just show you genuine love. I know that probably may sound strange to you, but he will come through just when you least expect it. As you continue to just spend time with him and you're studying God's word, you will start to just hear his voice as you're reading the word, or maybe when you're praying or when you're just even sitting still. Also, someone could come up to you and just tell you how much they love you. When you ask them why they said that to you, their response will be because God told me to tell you that. It is then that you start to just trust God even more and your faith and belief starts to deepen within you. As time goes on, it will be little messages here or maybe even stronger messages over there. The Holy Spirit will continue to keep speaking to you as you are seeking him and you eventually get to a point that you will never deny his presence or existence within you ever again. Now, it becomes unfortunate at times of how love is displayed. Now, I shared with you yesterday on the many different things that we can love, whether they are people, places, or things. Now, I'm not saying that you can't love those things that you have or even the places that you visit, but it can be challenging if people show love to things and even places and they never show love to people. Why do you think that happens? Do you think people have not met Jesus personally? Do you think that people are uncomfortable with displaying their feelings of love to others or even maybe even with their family? Do you think that people know how to love themselves? Do you think that people do not know how to love others or even know what love is? Now, it could be one of those situations. It could be a combination of those things. It could probably even be all of those things. You just never know what people have gone through in their life and what they may be experiencing present day. Now, if you run into someone like that, it may become necessary to present yourself friendly 
and to share your encounter with Jesus and how he has taught you how to love him, yourself, and others. You just never know when an opportunity will come for you to share the gospel to someone who may not know him. Now, as Christians, we are all called to share the gospel of Jesus. It is the Great Commission to go out and to make disciples. No one is exempt from that as one of his. He expects it and commands it. Now, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20 says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the ages. And again, that's Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Now, as you can see here, Jesus makes it very clear as to what each of us are to do while we are still here on this earth. And he also lets us know that he is always with us. It is the presence of the Holy Spirit inside of us that lets us know that he is speaking to us and guiding us to do his will. He is also guiding us to show the world who he is and what he came to do. He is love and he came to show love to all. Now, 1 John chapter 4 verses 7 through 12 says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. I see I have run out of time, so please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.